With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mike Lyon, a military analyst for CBS News, is here maybe to help us make some sense out of what's going on in Syria. It looks like the Kurds in Syria have uh, have turned to Assad to strengthen their position. Mike, we have just a couple of minutes, and this is so hard to unpack. So this is just Joe opinion, and you tell me where I'm, I'm wrong here. I would like to feel better about this. But if you look back at this a week ago, I think we're in a situation now where our uh, allies are, are more concerned about us keeping our word and trusting us less. Assad gets stronger. Iran has to be encouraged. Potentially, Russia gets a lot stronger. ISIS gets stronger. I just don't see any good coming out of this. Can you help me feel better about this? Well, one thing, U.S. forces are no longer in the middle of a civil war there, so there won't be an American lives lost over this. Now, whether or not that's uh, overreaching of some of the things you just mentioned remains to be seen. I, I don't think that our allies think any much less. I mean, they realize this president is somewhat chaotic and impetuous in terms of how he acts, but um, in this situation, he said from the beginning we were taking troops out of there. Um, if we were going to go to war against Turkey, maybe we would. that would be the only way to support the Kurds here, but the Kurds aligning with Assad is something they've done in the past, and it's all about survival, and it's all about that's where they are and where they live, and they have to figure out how I'll get along there. So what's next? What what should the United States do next? We, we've decided we're not going to have troops there. I get it. I don't want endless wars either. What's the next best option for us? Well, so we're going to look at some diplomacy here right now. We're putting sanctions on Turkey to make sure that they're going to stop this offensive operation, don't want to create this um, a humanitarian problem that's going to possibly exist. Number one, we're going to hold them responsible and the Kurds and the Syrians as well for ISIS and making sure that doesn't spread. We're going to make sure that uh, the Turks don't uh, export millions of people and refugees to Europe uh, as now Europe has uh, woken up and realized that they've got to get into the game here too. Um, we can talk about Russia and uh, Syria and Iran's influence, but again, Iran is in the in the area. They've got to, you know, they're going to have a say in what, anything that goes on anyway because of the religious aspect of things going on. Right. The Russians were always a, a client of, of Damascus from the very beginning. So I mean, this is going to be repeated in, in, in other situations, and, and this is really the question, the fundamental question we get back to endless wars, because there's always a reason to stay. And, and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's never going to be easy to extricate ourselves from these kinds of situations, right? Right. And in, 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 in some ways, um, in the past, we'd stay with 30,000 troops, like we've done in the Korea, for example, right. 300,000 troops in Western Europe. In this case, it was 150 or 200 troops, just a small number. So that, that gets to that, what, it's why they're there. They're just, there's a tripwire. Uh, if any of them are killed, then uh, it, things escalate very quickly. We would just bring back the strategic weapons anyway. If we saw we had to, like, this whole thing about ISIS, you know, reconstituting to me is a fallacy as well, because there's no weapons on the battlefield anymore. There's no money coming in, there's no recruits coming in. That's not going to happen as fast as a lot of people think it's going to happen. 
So you're really not concerned about the the release of those ISIS prisoners as much, right? Now, again, seven or eight hundred people throughout the world is not going to. We'll, we'll hunt them down. It'll be fine. It won't. It won't. It's not going to be twenty thousand. It won't. They won't be taking over territory. That's the biggest risk that the president has here. If ISIS does come back, let's say I am wrong. Let's say ISIS comes back six, eight months from now, starts. Uh, calling for a caliphate, taking land, all those things that did in the past, beheading people on social media, the president's going to lose next year's election. 